All right, everybody, welcome back to The Drive Home with Timothy. I'm your host, Dustin. I'm very excited to announce that Timothy is back among us. Uh, appreciate all of the thoughts and prayers on his behalf. He is right here standing by. Timothy, would you like to jump on the mic and say... No, a lot of people were asking about you, and they were... I think it would be nice if you would, for once, just come on here and acknowledge the... Okay, fine. On Timothy's behalf, I will thank everybody for thoughts, prayers, well wishes. Um, I think there were some kind interactions on the the Twitter. There weren't? Okay, well... uh, (laughs) Thanks for the thoughts and prayers anyway. Timothy is, he's he's gaining strength, but not 100% yet. It's probably going to still be a little while before he's uh, at full strength. You may also notice a difference in the quality of the recording here. Uh, not the most beneficial part of which, that's a clumsy sentence. Um, one of the best features of the new uh, microphone that we've got now is there is a cough button, which I've been asking for the whole time. So now if you hear a cough or throat clearing or whatever, that's on me. I can't blame the technology anymore. Um, I just tested it out. Hopefully it sounds seamless. Let's try it again. Uh, cough button, here we go. I have no idea what that sounds like from your side. Timothy will have to review this afterwards and see what the audio sounds like. Um, because Timothy is still sort of... Uh, on his way to full recovery. We don't have any music this week. Um, I'm told there is hopefully a a more original and full-time version of the music coming where we'll get our own theme song and we won't have to hide in the shadows from the artists who uh, whose music we are stealing. Uh, hopefully that comes soon. Um, we also don't have a sponsorship today because Timothy's been busy fighting for his life and laying flat on his back, which is what he does even when he's healthy. So no sponsorship today either. We're trying not to capitalize on the, the suffering of others through COVID-19. So everybody's doing their part. Our part is we're not earning any money through sponsorships because we know most of you are at home not earning any money. Anyway, that said, um, there was a, an experience I had a few days ago um, that's sort of the basis for what we're going to talk about today. Well, a couple of experiences I've had in the last week, actually. And both experiences, I want to point out, I was social distancing. I was six feet or more away from the people that I was talking to. But I did have a couple of conversations. One of them had to do with chiropractic care. Um, and I, of course, spoke up and said that I think chiropractic care is... Um, BS and the chiropractors are not real doctors, which is my true feeling. I'm sorry if you feel, I'm not sorry if you feel differently, um, but I recognize that many reasonable people like chiropractic care. Great, sure. Um, I have no problem with that. But for me personally, it's not my thing. I semi-recently found out that chiropractic care began when Dr. It's either Palmer or Parker. I forget who the first chiropractor was like 150 years ago or something, that the first time he practiced chiropractic care, and I'm I'm being careful not to call it chiropractic medicine because I don't think it is medicine, but um, he was acting under the direction of a doctor who had passed away and was giving him direction from the other side that he had received through like a seance or something. So it was basically a ghost doctor. Um, 
telling this guy how to twist people's spines around to cure their allergies and other stuff. So that's what I brought up in this conversation. Um, and fortunately, most of the people in the room, well, <laughs> pretty much everybody agreed with me. But in hindsight, I think that probably some of those people go to the chiropractor on a weekly basis. They just didn't want to speak up after I had um, made fun of their ghost medicine. So um, a, a different experience I had with a different group of people um, where two people in the same room told me that they had been haunted in their lives, that they had, the, the way they said it is, I used to have a ghost. I don't know how you get a ghost or how you get rid of a ghost or why it's your ghost. I mean, can you think of anything more depressing than you live your life, you die, you become a ghost, and then somebody claims you, and now now I'm your ghost? No, maybe you're my mortal. I, I don't know. In any case, two pretty reasonable people told me that they not only believe it in ghosts, but that they used to have one. And um, I told them that I didn't necessarily believe in all of that and that I thought that there might be some confirmation bias at work where you think you have a ghost and then you open the silverware drawer and forget that you open it and then you come back from the grocery store and you're like, oh, the ghost opened the silverware drawer trying to take the good silver um, instead of remembering that maybe it was actually you. Um, <clears throat> now, see, I'm not used to the cough button. I don't know how to use it. Or the. Or could you hear that? You've got the headsets on. Could you? Okay. Timothy's, <laughs> he's still blaming COVID-19. Man, you had a negative test. You're fine. He's, <laughs> every, <laughs> I have a feeling that for the rest of eternity, anytime he does something that's not professional, which is every second of his life, he's going to blame the fact that he had COVID-19. He's probably got t-shirts being made up, COVID-19 survivor. Um, well, you should if you have. Okay. Can we talk about this off that? Okay. We'll talk about it off air. Um, okay, bottom line, I found out that a few of my friends believe in ghosts and feel like they live in their house, and a few of my friends might believe that ghosts can also be doctors and that those doctors can cure your infertility or your vertigo or your night blindness or any number of things through chiropractic care. Um, I'm going to set aside those specific beliefs because you know how I feel about both of them now, um, but... What was interesting to me is why you believe what you believe and not something else. Um, you might think that when you hear, for example, that somebody believes that the earth is flat, that you could imagine that you can you can uh, sort of encapsulate that person with that belief and that that's just a stupid person. I think that too. I, that maybe that's a bad example because people who believe the earth is flat are stupid people, right? There's not a smart... There was that rapper, there was uh, somebody in the NBA, who was it, Kemba Walker, there was some NBA player who believed the earth is flat. Anybody who believes the earth is flat I think is stupid, so that's a bad example. But let's say, let's say, um, let's take uh, animal rights or veganism, vegetarianism. Let's say that you look at a cow and you believe in your little heart of hearts that that cow has the intellectual capacity to think inside of its big dumb brain and that it has emotions and hopes and dreams and that 
you that we are hurting the cow's feelings terribly by raising, slaughtering, butchering, and microwaving cows. Okay? If you believe that, why do you believe that and not something else? Because you, you might think that you can you could spot a vegan a mile away, but it turns out they're pretty um, otherwise normal looking. I'm, now I'm trying to offend the vegans. Uh, there are pretty reasonable people who are vegans, and there are pretty reasonable people who are not vegans. Um, and uh, it's probably pretty clear just if you've been with me for this long, you know I'm not a vegan because... Vegans, I think, are usually smart. Maybe veganism is the way to go. Maybe that's a maybe that's the correct religion is veganisms. <laughs> I'm a veganism. Veganisms. Um, but the the question is why do why do people believe that and not something else? And I don't I don't really know the perfect answer to that. But I think like anything else, it comes down to two things. There's the nature and nurture thing, right? Either you are born with that in your nature, it's in your DNA, or it's a product of your environment. Your parents raised you a certain way, or you had a certain roommate in college, or whatever, and that, that led you to believe a certain thing. I tend to believe that it's a, it's a product of both of those things, that your DNA mixed with your environment sort of makes up who you are. But in any case, unless there's a third factor in there, and and feel free to hit us up on Twitter and let me know if there is, um, at, well, do you want to do, do you want to do the regular Twitter? Or do you want to still? Okay. Timothy says he can handle Twitter now. So at the drive home one on Twitter, find us over there. And if there are other factors that influence what you believe, then feel free to let us know. But I think it comes all, it all pretty much comes down to, um, who you are on a biological level like what your brain is actually made of and the environment that you are exposed to. And it doesn't mean that your beliefs are, that kind of trivializes beliefs. You can, you can discover truth. I mean, two plus two equals four, but you only know that because of your DNA and your environment. That's my thought. Um, but unless there's another factor there, this is the, this is the interesting part to me. This is not where I was, uh, expecting my thought process to go with all this, with these conversations and the thoughts I've had over the last few days, but where it led me is to a point where I recognize that what I believe is not necessarily my choice. It comes from somewhere deep down, either through my DNA or through the experiences I've had, and I, I would have a really hard time changing beliefs just because of the desire to change. In fact, I would argue that you're, you believe what you believe regardless of how you want to believe. You can't change it. You, it can change, but you can't change it. And I can prove that to you. If you're the vegan, if you think that the, the cows have the, the intelligent brains and they're looking at humans and they're really sad and Sarah McLaughlin's singing in the background of the arms of the angel and all that stuff, and you, and you just want to save the cows, um, if you think that that belief is a choice, then simply choose not to believe it, just for a moment, right? Go get yourself a burger or a steak. Just try to not, and I've heard this argument, we probably, most of us have, um, back when gay marriage was a big thing before, you know, everybody just got gay married. Most marriage, I think, is a little bit gay, right? 
no matter how you feel about gay marriage as an issue, um, my wedding was probably the most gay party I have ever been a part of. And not in a bad way. I mean, gay doesn't have to mean bad, right? Gay, is, gay can be good. And my wedding was extremely gay in a great way. Um, wedding night was less gay, but the wedding party itself, pretty gay. Um, what were we talking about? Can you get, get, it, get us back on track? Do I need to hit the cough button? We can have... Okay. Okay. So um, I've heard this argument in regards to... Um, gay tendencies or homosexual behavior, um, where for a long time everybody said being gay is a choice, and then people on the other side of the argument said, if it is a choice, then choose to be gay. And that's a pretty good argument. I mean, you don't have to act on it, but choose to be gay for a day and be attracted to people of the same gender. It's, <laughs> I mean, I haven't tried it, full disclosure, but I can't imagine that I would have a, a easy time envisioning um, that type of situation. Where are we headed right now? What's Do we need to just dump this and start all over? Okay, I'm going to power through. Not all these episodes are going to be good, and I know you're probably thinking we haven't had a good one yet. I, I'm right there with you. At least this one, we have better audio. The content will not get any better. But, you know, if we can't have better content, we can at least make it easier to hear. Um, point of the, the point of the, the whole thing here is... You don't get to choose what you believe. And so I think I think that it's ridiculous, and I do this too. You don't it's 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 ridiculous to judge other people or exclude them from your life or even include them in your life based solely on what they believe. Because their belief is not is not really even their choice. And and there can be a whole other conversation about why people end up, you know, what environmental factors or what genetic factors lead to somebody being a certain way. And I thought this, I think this every time, uh, I know everybody's been in this situation, but I think about this every time this happens. You're in a hallway and down at the other end of the hallway, you can, it's an empty hallway, but down at the other end, you can see there's somebody walking towards you and you're walking towards them. And that's a stranger. You've never seen this person before in your life. So you look down at your shoes and you look up at the ceiling and you look to your right and you're just staring at that white wall for no reason and just you're just thinking, sort of telepathically communicating with this stranger. Listen, neither of us wants to interact. Let's just just grit your teeth and we'll get through this, right? I don't need... I FaceTimed my mom four days ago. I got two retweets on Twitter this week. I've had enough social interaction. I don't need another human in my life. And so you just kind of avert your eyes and you walk past each other, but right as you're passing each other, this drives me crazy, <laughs> right as you're passing each other, that guy says, how you doing? And it's one thing, if you want to be friendly and say hi, fine. But you just said, how are you doing? And now, the time that it took you to say that and me process it, you're now behind me and we're walking away from each other. So now I have to turn over my shoulder and shout to you, I'm fine. And because this is, because of the situation, because of the, the social context here, you have to say, I'm good. How are you? There, you're now eight feet apart and still walking away from each other, and you just shouted at a total stranger, how are you, as if you wanted to know. 
And he didn't really want to know how, what he meant to say was, this is awkward. Um, I'm acknowledging that you're there. And then you had to play along, right? Because otherwise you're the jerk. If he says, how are you? And you just keep walking, you're the jerk. You're, jer- you're the jerk in the situation. Um, but that question in general, that's not a question you can ask a stranger. Don't ask a stranger. And I do this too, and I, I hate myself every time I do. You can't ask a stranger, how are you? The first question naturally should be, who are you? And we'll get to the how in a moment. But, but it makes me wonder why we're both walking down the same hallway, we're in the same place at the same time. I'm looking away, trying not to interact because I'm a decent human being and that's just how I was raised. Maybe that's the answer to my question. Um, why do I believe that the thing to do is to avoid contact and he believes the thing to do is put me in that situation where I'm going to be laying awake at night with that guy's face in my brain. And I have to envision, I have to make up a face because I didn't even look in his eyes. I didn't even know he was a person until he spoke out from behind me. But he was probably raised by hippies who told him to talk to, I don't know. But it's either environmental or it's DNA. So this gives you the ability, once you recognize this, This gives you the ability to let yourself off the hook for whatever weird thoughts you have at two o'clock in the morning when the infomercial comes on. And and it also lets you let other people off the hook, maybe more importantly. So if there is space between you and somebody else because you found out they believe something different, you're a Democrat, they're a Republican, or vice versa, or the COVID-19 thing, they believe it's a hoax and you don't. I just found out again today about somebody who um, he has strained relationships with people because they they believe that COVID-19 is a complete hoax. And so he's like severing friendships that he's had since high school. Those people don't choose to believe it. They just were either born stupid or made stupid. It just, and And I know some of you are screaming at whatever you're listening to this on right now thinking that I was denying it. Listen, I told you up front this was a real virus. I talked about the bats. I talked about the Chinese people and the whole thing. I still think it might be a little bit overblown, but I don't think we're ever going to really find out just how serious this really was because we won't know in the end. We won't know probably how many people actually had it, and we won't know of the people who did have it, who did have it, who were seriously ill or even, you know, heaven forbid, died from this virus versus those who were seriously ill or died from something similar and they happened to have this disease at the same... I'm so sick of talking about this virus. I'm going to cut this off right now. Um, Thanks for sticking with us. Again, uh, thanks for your support for Timothy. Timothy, do you have any final... Did we forget anything? Okay, he just... One more uh, reminder. He wants you to find us on Twitter at the Drive Home one and um, try to be nice. Just for... Be nice if you could for like five days. Just give him a chance to get back on his feet a little more. He still gets winded when he like gets up and walks to the bathroom and which is all the time. Um, so just give him a little bit of time before we start hitting him hard again. So, all right. I love you all. And we will talk soon, I guess, probably.